0: Brooklyn's radio, loving classical music. Well, I have with me now uh, Louise Becker, who is the director of the uh, Richmond Opera's production of Saul by Handel. So welcome to the programme, Louise.
1: Thank you. Hello.
0: Great. And um, I think the first thing I'm going to ask you is how are
1: rehearsals going?
0: Do you know what?
1: They're going so well. It's, it's this weird thing whereby there's a lot of different versions of Saul, you know, there's, there's the Novello edition of it. There's the Baron Ryder edition of it. There's, I think the Chrysander covers absolutely every, every component of it that was ever written for it. Um, and so we've sort of pieced together various, we've pieced together our version of it. Um, and so originally because I didn't have it all in one book and it was kind of higgledy piggledy a little bit, I was a bit panicking about how we'd make it all work, but actually everybody's really on it and we've got a really, a tight piece of drama, Uh, you know, yeah, we've, we've definitely got a whole show and I think everybody's very proud to be involved and, yeah, it's going really well
0: it's quite a, a long work isn't it have you done any cuts in it have you
1: managed to sort of we have yeah 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 we've we've um we've we've cut out a few bits there are kind of high priests and things like that that we've we've sort of um combined some roles that, that narratively still make sense um we've cut a few tiny chorus numbers as well um just because the the rehearsal time that we had available wasn't going to make us uh, gonna let us do that to a, to to a, to the to the absolute best standard um but my gosh they're sounding fantastic fantastic and they yeah they take leaps every single time they yeah every single time they do it it just it inc- increases their con- their confidence every time it's just so wonderful to see it's just yeah it's, it's really good
0: and and how are they getting on with the fact that it's not a standard opera or whatever that they're doing it's actually this rather more formulaic if you like um mm. or often done as an oratorio I mean I think Very I've special. even done it as an oratorio yeah. at one yeah. point yeah. Yeah. but um Certainly, uh, it lends itself, of all those oratorios, it lends itself to the drama, because Handel is such a fantastic dramatic composer. Totally.
1: Totally. And what's lovely about Saul as well is that it breaks a lot of the kind of structural conventions that he sticks to in a lot of his other operas. So um, um, what can I give you by example? You know, for example, the top of Act Three doesn't start with a big old rollicking chorus opener, mm. but instead Saul is completely forsaken in the middle of nowhere, seeking kind of dark arts in order to in order to find solutions to, to what's going wrong with his reign. And it's this just hugely dramatic thing. Handel also decides not to use a lot of of um, um, ABA structures um, for, for, for the arias as well, which really helps to kind of push the push the tension forward and push the drama forward, drive the narrative, gives it that real force behind it. So, yeah, it, it, I, it, it, I find it a very dramatic work. It's interesting because I was working on, um, I don't know if you know, the Grange Festival in Hampshire. They yes. did a production of Tamilano this summer and I was working on that. Um, and the thing that just really strikes you about Handel is how expert he is at, at at writing tension. And when it comes to those ABA arias, those those structures that you that you you, you come back when you come back to the initial idea again, something has changed and it's a really kind of deliberate use of those techniques. It's just and and once you know how to read the manual that he's written and know how to interpret that effectively you've understood it and, 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 and that's where the piece of drama comes from So,
0: What have been the um, issues for you in the fact of, of the space that you're working in, have you got enough room or <laughs> you know, is it Rehearsal uh, <laughs> well, rooms
1: are never big enough <laughs> This yeah, is they, true they never <laughs> big enough. And our chorus thankfully keeps expanding every year as well which is just wonderful we're always welcoming new faces it's <laughs> just great, um, so it's been a little bit of a squeeze I'm not going to lie um, but we have our tech rehearsal on our tech and our get in and our dress rehearsal all packed into one day this Sunday wow. um, and we're at the Normans Field in Teddington and thankfully there we have we have adequate adequate sufficiency of space um but yeah no it's been a, a bit of a squeeze at times but you know that's literally story of my life when it comes to rehearsal <laughs> <rooms>. <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure um are there are there going to be um
0: a costume or a suggestion of costume or the odd prop or something how's that yeah, going? no
1: no we're, we're we're kind of we're staging it we're staging it it's not it's not a um it doesn't lend itself, well, I don't know if you've seen that there's a beautiful version of it that Barry Kosky directed at Glyndebourne, which is, if you hunt for it, available on YouTube, uh, which is completely stunning. But we don't quite have Glyndebourne budgets. So, um, it is, it is a pared down, a pared down version of the same story. I'm not, I'm not saying the production mimics his style at all. No. Um, but it's certainly staged with costume, with, you know, props and, and, and set and, and, and lighting, beautiful lighting techniques, hopefully. Um, so yeah, no, it's, a, it's, it's. So,
0: really something for the for the audience to to actually be able to follow
1: and to and to oh, what should totally. be and involved with really, absolutely which where we like my my objective is real kind of clarity of drama and clarity of storytelling in how I in how I direct my pieces um so absolutely this is something that is not just a kind of audio feast it's a visual one as well
0: Brilliant. Do you use, um, how, how do you get your soloists for these things? Because, I mean, handle arias, handle writing, you know, yeah. for soloists as opposed to his choruses, but even they can be tricky. But for the soloists, they can be particularly yeah. paratechnical at times. Totally,
1: totally. Well, we've got, um on this one, we, we, we have a, a membership, Richmond Opera membership. Um, often the, the, the um, soloists are cast from within. Um, right. But we also um, accept that auditions from from external bodies as well, external individuals as well, um, and that's how we've got our soul this time. Actually, he's, oh. yes, he's um rather marvelous Saul. Yes, he's doing a great job. So there's a kind of combination of members and externals um, coming in.
0: So for maybe some of the smaller roles, it's possible yes. for the chorus members to be
1: able to oh, step definitely. up and and the and, and and that's very much the ethos of the company. Is it's really kind of participatory, making sure everybody everybody. Um, yeah is uh, has their talent honored you know that yes that's, sort of, that's that's the attitude we take
0: <laughs> and there's a, a small baroque orchestra i gather as well is that a regular thing do you regularly work at
1: an orchestra or the, so so the company they they, they their players are comprised of, of vaguely the same body of musicians every time yeah. um I couldn't tell you and I should have done my homework how many players there are. Oh no, it doesn't matter. Going up to about twenty I'd say. Wow. Um so yeah, and they've already had their had various um sectionals and whatever else, so they're 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 hot on it.
0: <laughs> and you're doing it at Baroque pitch as well.
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: so i know that when i've done things and i've been singing them away and singing them in and then suddenly said oh by the way it's at you know as if it's an afterthought it's a baroque pitch that's actually (laughs) a huge difference for a singer because you get used to muscle memory and singing in a certain place so um you know everybody needs to be working at baroque pitch right from the get-go
1: and it's really weird because so sometimes in rehearsal we have to work from a keyboard rather than obviously and that and 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 immediately the singer's start something they go hang on ah, no and they know (laughs) straight away and it's you know i don't know how many hurts it is but everybody knows straight away if you're on the wrong one
0: (laughs) it's true yes have you um are you somebody who works regularly then with with
1: richmond opera what's your so the first uh, show I did with them was um, was last year. With um, they did they did this really fantastic uh, baroque comedy pastiche. It's basically like baroque panto. Um, it's called The Dragon of Wantley, written by Frederick Lamp. His name is, yeah. um, and it's the most ridiculous story about a kind of drunken um, a drunken knight. Who comes along and tries to save save a village from the local dragon but it's it's really funny it's really well written Um so i did that with them uh what was that last oh gosh you slightly lose track of things with the pandemic Fine. Yeah. i think i did that last november um and yeah so this is my second show with them i've done a few things well i've done another show as well at the at the normans field as well i did a, a double bill with another company um mm-hmm. May last year as well
0: Great. So why should somebody come and see this this oratory, this this, this work, Saul, handle Saul? I mean, we all know the story of David and Goliath, and that's mm. how it starts. It starts at the point after that, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. I think people should come and see this show because it's got some completely glorious music. Mm. Uh, we've got some fantastic soloists. The chorus are absolutely smashing it. Um, but actually, chiefly, I think they should come and see it because... You know how everything moves so fast at the moment, mm. and everything's quite kind of stressful and it's all a bit much. The delightful thing about Handel as well is that he's scored for a different speed of thought. Mm. you're allowed to be much slower, more reflective, you're allowed to to breathe and and experience things more fully rather than the kind of you know Instagram throw away quick, quick, quick culture, what's new, what's next? yes, it's not that. And that's what I find really kind of restorative about it. Um, Lovely. There's some absolutely brilliant tunes in there as well. So,
0: <laughs> so uh, if, talking to the brilliant tunes, I know it's hard to pick out one. Have you got a favourite moment?
1: Oh, so easy. It's so easy just because there are, like, obviously they're all beautiful, but there are a few bangers. So yeah. there's a beautiful one, which is David singing, Oh Lord, whose mercy is numberless, which is just stunning. Um the chorus have a beautiful uh, beautiful bit at the end of oh fatal day oh, I mighty and it's just oh god it's complete payoff yeah that's really. gorgeous yes and then also the top of act three i'd say samuel has uh, Saul has this this moment where he goes reg that i am of my own ruin author and it's just, just, it's just it's just it's just dramatically it's just wonderful and it's so bleak and it's so desperate and so vulnerable it's really beautiful Great.
0: Well, look, um, it's been really fantastic to to talk to you, and uh, thank you for selling the show to us. Thank and,
1: you, um, thank you. Please do come and see it if you can.
0: Do the well, Do you have a good fan base? I mean, do you have
1: you have a good regular? Yeah, audience? we do. You could always do with a better fan
0: base, of course. Exactly. <laughs> and I've got you know here that tickets are all just nineteen pounds, so it's just Correct. across the board.
1: Correct. Yes, you can that. buy them from the from the Normansfield website. Um, we're playing from the eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth of November like that. at the yeah. Normansfield Theatre in Teddington. Um, yeah, please do come along. But I'm one of those. The Sunday is a matinee. Yes, lovely matinee. And the Saturday evening actually is a six o'clock start. That's though. true. Yes. late either. It's just, you know, quite nice. Everybody these days quite likes being in bed early, as do I. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think also, you know, there's people, maybe people who don't like driving so much in the and dark, that. And that. you know, to come to the afternoon one will be yeah. uh, a, a good possibility
1: for them. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Brilliant. Louise, you've been the star. Thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, thank you for singing some of those bits to us as well. <laughs> Doesn't need a, the audio, audio references. <laughs> this is it. This is it. And uh, we we all look forward to, to seeing this wonderful presentation of Handel's Saw.
1: Fabulous. Thank you.
0: Brooklyn's Radio, loving classical music.